a lot of ideas I have, I discard because they are impractical. Or I shelve them and wait for a later time. They're generally impractical due to some technical hurdle that I'm unwilling to jump over. And a lot of times when they get shelved like that, what I'm waiting for is for the bar to get low enough for me to jump over it. And that can happen in one of two ways. First, the the world can change around me. The technology that is available can change, right? This podcast is happening years after I... Uh, years after I'd been listening to podcasts. And I didn't start this podcast until a year or so after I heard about the technology that was available. So first, the technology had to be available for it to feel like something that was possible for me. But then there was still another waiting period where I had to get over my own insecurities to feel like I could jump over that hurdle. Sometimes the world changes and things become possible that weren't possible. And sometimes we become capable of things that we weren't capable of before because we're, well, hopefully we're growing and changing and acquiring new skills. And so, well, and it should be said, we're also losing skills or at least a familiarity with certain skills at the same time. Because we can only hold in our working ability so many things that we don't maintain. So for instance, I used to know how to do celestial navigation working on sailing ships. I don't anymore. I could probably learn it back faster than the first time, but point is, what we have in our toolkit, like actually have, not just used to have, changes over time. Uh, And hopefully becomes better and better suited to the demands of what we want to achieve. And doesn't just make us feel trapped in our past choices. But these two variables are both moving at the same time. What we are capable of and what the world makes possible are both shifting. And the trick is to be reevaluating old ideas that you had that weren't feasible to hold them open again, take them down off the shelf, hold them open as possibilities and think, is this possible now? So, for me, a big one has been uh, videos and video editing. It's something I've been dabbling with for a long time. Um, but I have the bar has never felt low enough. I've tried out some video software. I could now I could shift this right. I could double down and learn how to edit videos. I could, but 
for whatever reason, that's not a priority for me. And the technology hasn't shifted to the point where it is easy enough to have that happen. Or there's, I guess, a third circumstance, which is that your life circumstances change enough that you can afford to pay someone to do something that is too too far outside your skill set. And this, I think, is where people get trapped, right? I definitely have contemplated going down the route of spending thousands of dollars to have some professional videos made of me. And the problem is is that once you jump on that treadmill and you produce some content that's awesome, if it is so far outside your skill set that you can't actually do even a little bit of it yourself, that you're essentially outsourcing it, well, then you're not actually dangerous in that way. You just spent some money. And uh, and in my experience, unless you have serious money, it is not... It doesn't give you the uh, versatility to to move and shift in the future and do new things. And it's amazing how quickly content like that goes stale. So even though it feels awesome that you have a really sharp video of you doing your thing, what your thing is, is going to change. And in four years, it's not gonna feel sharp. It's not gonna feel like you. And so, Paying someone to apply the skill is not the same as having the skill yourself, or at least having enough of the skill to know it. And if and if you end up paying someone, you'd better be prepared to bring that person along for the ride and continue paying them to do this thing. A good example of this is websites. I have a bunch of websites Tree Farm, Editing Business, Spoon Source Magazine, my personal one. The ones that I have paid people to make, first one was the Tree Farm one, because back then, uh, drag and drop editors really kind of sucked and you couldn't get a good looking website through them. It was great, we got a good looking website but it costs thousands of dollars. And anytime we wanted to make a change, it cost us money. So I have shifted us, and don't even get me started with the editing one, but I've shifted us to very simple um, ones that I do myself where uh, I am just barely able, with the help of some friends, to get the website to a level that feels like it's functional enough. But now that it's there, I feel 
capable of making changes as I want to the website in a way that allows me to keep things fresh. So, I think it's clear, I've talked about this enough, that I think it's so important to keep the bar low so that you actually do the thing. Whether it's make a website or start a podcast or start using social media, let alone keeping the bar low enough to do the actual thing that you're doing. Hey dogs, go on. And I think what you're looking for is the the middle of that Venn diagram between what the world makes easy enough and what you are uh, savvy enough, not necessarily tech savvy, but savvy enough in whatever realm to do. And I would say the world makes things capable of far more than we are savvy enough to do, right? You can do anything on a website. And in fact, that's to some extent, that's the problem. I have had to figure out hacks, essentially, to make the website what I wanted it to be because the solution, the one-size-fits-all solution um, that my website builder gave me was not a solution that I wanted. It was too, it was too much. And so, in my experience, I have had to push myself to be more tech-savvy than I'm comfortable being, right? Push myself out at the very limit of, of what I'm comfortable of and jump over that bar and I have had to pull technology down to my level to make it something that I want to deal with right this podcast is as simple as it could possibly be I'm pretty sure that it's far more ad hoc far more loose and unprofessional far simpler than the folks at Anchor envision people doing. I'm sure they thought, oh, well, they'll edit it and they'll add music here and they'll add music there. No. I want to keep that bar as low as possible. I want to just talk and then upload. And even when I've come up with a good way to promote it on Instagram with my story that has a swipe up link, that has been a really simple hack that is not something that I saw anyone else doing. I came up with that on my own as a simple way of promoting it. So in my experience, finding Willa, Willa, come on, hop in. In my experience, Keeping the bar low enough so that you actually do the thing involves pushing yourself to your limit technologically to do what the world now makes possible, 
while at the same time taking what the world technically makes possible and pulling it down to be as simple and stupidly simple, really, as possible. And that's how you get it low enough because there are really smart people out there making the technology and they are happy and capable of making it far more complicated than I could ever handle or than I could ever want to handle on a daily basis. And this gets into the whole idea of anyone can make something more complicated. It's trickier to make something simple. If you think back to the original iPod and how simple that wheel was that you would control it with. What was brilliant was that it put limits on what functions were possible. And those limits dropped the bar low enough that everyone felt like they could learn it and therefore adopt and use it. If you ever got an MP3 player from some other maker, as we did once, uh, it was loaded with buttons. It looked like a TI-83 calculator. And I had no idea what most of them did and was afraid to touch them. So, every now and then I take down different ideas off the shelf and hold them up against the technology that is available now, the shifts that have happened, and my own changing ability to do something about it and see if it falls within the center of the Venn diagram. And often they don't, and I put them back on the shelf. But as my abilities grow slowly, slowly, and as uh, things are made simpler and simpler, sometimes I find one that's a match. And and I'm able to start doing something that I wasn't able to do before. And that's the beginning of something. It's rarely a slam dunk right away, but it's how things start. It's how this podcast started two years ago now, where after a year and a half of thinking I should start a podcast, I finally got over myself and I finally realized that I now had a phone that could do it and I understood the app well enough and it was they had made it simple enough and the whole process was streamlined in a way that made it barely possible for me to jump over that hurdle. And so I did. And it's been a, a process ever since then of figuring out how to do it in a way that fits my life. But that is effective. And I'm sure that process will continue for as long as I do the podcast. Which I hope is many, many years to come. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk tomorrow.